Hello and welcome to Straight Dude Date Night, a show where two straight dudes go on a date and they review it. My name is David Stallings and I'm one of the straight dudes. And I'm Ricky Rivera. I'm the other straight dude. Today we just went and saw the drama-filled movie called Don't Worry Darling. Don't Worry Darling. Don't Worry Darling. They don't say that in the movie. Spoiler nope. alert. Never and I was disappointed about that. Uh, s- starring Florence Pugh and Harry Styles, kind of. Uh, mainly Chris Pine, I think, was more interesting than any of the other guys in this movie. It was a sold-out show. <laughs> Theater was packed. Uh, people were raving to yes, see this. Everyone was so hyped to see it. There were so many seats. All of them were filled with ghosts. Uh, uh-huh. Couldn't really see them, but I'm sure that they were excited uh, as much as we were to see this movie. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm. I do a synopsis at the beginning of each of these episodes. Can I say straight up, this one's gonna be hard. Because <laughs> uh, if you've seen, it, imagine trying to explain something like Inception to a friend of yours, and by the end of it, you're like, I don't think I explained any of it. Uh, so I'm going to try and do that. <laughs> so bear with Good me. Good luck. So, um, oh man, how do I even start this? Okay, all right. This what this movie is about is basically like a 1950s esque society, um, where it, that that's that is very much how they're dressing. If you can just imagine that kind of style, um, but like in a suburban utopia kind of thing. It looks like this film was filmed in Palm Springs or some something like that area. Um, very gorgeous location. Uh, utopia, you know, definitely like. Think of a suburban utopia. That's where they're at. Yeah. Um, Nuketown from Black Ops. <laughs> if yeah, you've sh- ever played Call of Duty Black Ops, it's Nuketown. Is yeah, what this, sh- this- Nuketown from Black Ops. It's actually perfect. Um, basically, every day the men go off to work uh, at some place called the Victory Headquarters. There's a huge bit of propaganda about like we are... We're making the world a better place. We're doing great things, but no one real, none of the women really know what that means. Their role is to stay at home and be homemakers, basically. Uh, and that's the general context of this movie. Uh, Florence Pugh's character begins to basically realize that there's something going on behind the scenes. Uh, and significant spoiler alert... Uh, basically figures out that this is all a simulation and she was, she and the other women are put into the simulation by their, their husbands so that they can give them a good, perfect life in utopia. And, uh, I'm just going to tell you this movie's so bad. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, did I get everything you think? I think you got it all. I mean, honestly, look, you got whatever was needed to be got. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a lot in this movie that leaves things unanswered. Uh, Too much. I don't even think. Honestly, I I want to actually ask like Olivia Wilde, like what the movie is about. Yeah, and I wanted to tell like I want her to answer questions on like what she thinks is actually happening here because I don't. I think she doesn't know. It's weird. It felt like I was watching a fever dream, and they were like. It's a cool idea. We have cool scene ideas and there's stuff going on behind the scenes, right? And then someone's like, yeah, but like, so what's going on behind the scenes? And they're like, that's the thing. The audience doesn't know. And get this, we don't know. Nobody no one knows. in the world knows what's going on. Maybe we figure it out. We won't tell them. Maybe at all. <laughs> Look, I wrote this story not to make sense, but to exist. Exactly. That's what somebody did here. Mm-hmm. All we need is to just put it into the world. And don't worry, the audience gets it. Mm-hmm. They get it. They're, they'll see the vision. They'll see all of <laughs> it. They'll, they'll see the vision. They, they, they always do. So uh, this, is, this is definitely like I was, Ricky can attest to this, I was getting actively frustrated during this movie. <laughs> uh, the movie was almost over and I saw you just start leaning up your chair and I was like, wait, hold on, David, there anymore. And you said, I don't care. I d- and luckily it was over, but you were just like, I don't care anymore. It was such a disappointment because honestly, <laughs> I was I was very interested in what this film would be. 
Um, even from my first time seeing the trailer back in like August, I was very interested in this movie and I, just the, what I just saw, I told Ricky, if we didn't have this podcast, this is a movie I, I genuinely think I would have walked out of. Yeah. Cause it was at a certain point, I get keeping the audience in the dark on like what's going on behind the scenes. But there was just too much happening for them to oh, keep us in the dark that long. Way too much. Yeah. Way too much. Yeah. And it, honestly, it's kind of unfortunate because so this is uh, this is not Olivia Wilde's first time making a movie. Mm. She made a movie uh, a couple years ago called Booksmart. I don't know if you saw that one. I did not. I've heard of it, though. It was pretty funny. I, I thought it was actually really like I was like, yeah, this is a funny movie. Mm. I, I would recommend it. It's it's hilarious. It's just two girls. um, they grow it's just basically like imagine like a, a bro comedy but you take that to two girls okay so it's pretty funny yeah uh so going into this movie i was like yeah i wonder if she'll recreate something like it'll be interesting to see because it's a totally different drama or yeah. uh, genre yeah she's moving from comedy to drama and i was like this had to be interesting i wonder if she'll at least have a little hints of it not only drama but like suspense like very well, yeah, intense the, yeah the mo- the trailer markets it as like suspenseful drama, but mm-hmm. honestly, like the suspense in the movie, it was decent. But it, looking back at it, it made no sense to the context of what's happening. There was really no, truly, the suspense is just nothing. There's nothing, like since we don't know what's going on, we actually don't know as an audience if there's even a threat. Yeah, like is there a doppelganger of herself? Because she keeps like see like she saw herself in the. In the bathtub mirror one time, yeah. she saw the other girl in the mirror smashing her head. I guess those the moments... walls closing in? Like, what is that like the simulation failing? I think so. I think those moments are supposed to be an indicator of like, like this is this is an imperfect simulation. I mean, at that point, though, as the audience, you don't even know there's a simulation happening. You can start to infer it at some point, but it's too late by the time you realize it. I, or you don't care. Anymore. Or you don't care anymore. Because like they introduced the simulation towards the end, but by that point, I was like, all right, like I don't even care what it is anymore. It's given yeah, it, like whatever whatever theory is happening here. The only thing that makes sense is that this is real life, but not real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I don't know. It just it just it was it was so weird. I wanna I wanna talk about some. Here's the big thing with this movie that pretty much anyone keeping up with this has been caring about has been the drama uh behind Ooh. this movie um Ooh. dear li- here we go it's tea hour dear listener if you don't keep up with movies other than through this podcast i applaud you but uh this movie had us in the past month has had significant drama come out oh, yeah. about it that once again, beginning of August, I was like, this looks like a real interesting movie. All the drama, I started to not want to see this movie anymore. Yeah, I think the one, the only thing people might even have heard of with drama relating to this is the uh, clip that was going around the internet of uh, Harry Styles spitting on Chris Pine. <laughs> yeah, potentially spitting on Chris Pine at I, the I premiere festival. If you've seen that clip floating around out of context and didn't know what it was for, it's related to this movie. Uh-huh, In yeah. some weird chain, long way... It relates. Yeah. That, I mean, that's like tip of the iceberg with everything around this movie. Um, Mainly, like, you can tell no one knew where this movie was going. And now that I know, like, the background with how much chaos seemed to be happening. I can't say chaos, but, like, uh, like, it was very disorganized. Like, there... There was not a lot of communication, it sounds like, uh, behind the scenes. And so no one actually knew what where they were heading with all of this. Um, namely, I mean... I <laughs> A lot of it stems truly just from Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh just not agreeing on things. From the very beginning, it seems that... From the very beginning, it doesn't sound like they they were on the same page about what they wanted this movie to be. Which you can feel that. Oh, yeah. There's there's scenes in there that feel that way. Yeah. Where, like, we, we do not movie? know what's happening either when that happens. There's They're beefing in the movie, but they're also beefing in real life. Yeah. And it feels real because it's awkward. Yeah. Like, the beef in the movie feels awkward. 
I genuinely think that may have significantly uh, contributed to why this movie did not make any sense. Yeah. I don't think they knew where they were going. And then when they tried to talk about it, no one could agree on where they were going. Yeah. There there was a, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. It just, it's so baffling. <laughs> like, honestly, I would only recommend this movie to watch so that you can, so that you could be just as confused with us. <laughs> like there's some things in life that are just so bad that you're like, you got to go watch it. And try to explain it to me. Yeah, if you can figure it out. If you can figure out what's happening here and why they're doing the things they are doing, I would love for you to explain it. Like, this is like the only reason. It's not even a recommendation. It's like a please go watch this Mm -hmm. piece of garbage. And I want to state, too, we're not dumb. We just had a whole discussion making sure that Ricky and I understood uh, what did we watch and what what were they trying to convey. Like, we understand the story. The... the thing is, it does. It just does not make sense. The writing of the story, what they finally put together, no logic to it. This is uh, the first time I think I looked up a movie. Like, right, that's what I was trying to do right before we started recording. Was trying to look up, a, like, see if anybody could explain it. I read one article. I. Uh, it sounds like they were just as confused as we are because everything they were saying, I was like, yeah, I get that, but like, why? Which is didn't explain. A, which is such a bummer. I actually love these like thought-provoking kind of movies where like where like by the end of it you have a few questions and like the point of it was you that's up to you to decide and figure out dude that's really cool a simulation idea that dude we're living in a simulation now yeah give me more everyone knows that none of this currently is real you know yeah so wake up wake up wake up up. wake up (laughs) (laughs) i like in in I was telling Ricky, Inception is one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. I've watched it a dozen times. Uh, Ooh, open I, ending movie too. I love it. I thought yeah. it was so interesting. I've watched it tons of times, and each time I'm like, this is a great movie. What do you think? You think they're still in it, or are they out? Were they in real life, or were they out of it? A part of I mean, I want to uh-huh. say both. Uh-huh. Uh, a part of me <laughs> thinks both, but man, I need to watch it again. <laughs> I think the last time I saw it was like two years ago. Because they ended on the little uh, the yeah. thing spinning. Yeah, and they say no, that I remember. Spin forever. But I yeah. feel like it all was a semi. All of that was not real. I feel wow. like he was in his own limbo. But that's just me. Uh, Sorry, I, I'm more interested now in that. Now that you brought it up, <laughs> I would love to do an episode <laughs> on Inception. That would be great. But this episode's about Don't Worry, Darling, which I hate. I hate this movie so much. Um, yeah. Another thing that, like, with the drama, I know there's drama about some movies, generally speaking. We both agree now, right? The drama feels like a ploy. It does feel like a ploy. Like, the only reason they outed all of the drama that did happen was because I don't think anyone... I think everyone on the team was super excited at first about this movie, and then they saw the final edit and said, Wow, that sucks. Yeah, uh... Yeah, do you, do you want me to give a brief or just let people go? I, it's, I mean, there's there's a ton of stuff. I think one that we sh- we should try and get into that I think is really interesting is Shia LaBeouf. I I, th- I like that. That's what I want to get into. Okay, so one of the reasons that I think many people may go see this movie is just to actually see Harry Styles star in something. Uh, oh yeah, oh, really yeah. fascinating is that. That role, which Harry Styles, I think, is typecast for pretty well, uh, most of the movie, I would say, uh, was originally meant for Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, so there's been things saying that, like, Olivia Wilde wanted Harry Styles originally, and then he had the concert, so she thought, oh, Shia LaBeouf's second best option for this. Sure. Uh, I don't get that. That feels like a stretch. So Shia LaBeouf was casted mm-hmm. for this. They started with him. And then he had scheduling conflicts and couldn't agree with Florence Pugh on mm-hmm. things. So he uh, left, but they claimed that he got fired. And, and he, then he proved that wrong. He, a put, video, he posted video clips text immediately. You could, you could look up. There's on YouTube videos of Olivia Wilde begging, like literally like on it, like a video call saying, Please come back. I want to stick it to Florence Pugh and bring you back. Like, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's amazing. So the whole time David and I are sitting there thinking, like, how does Shia LaBeouf make sense for this role? Yeah. Like, may- like 
I guess I haven't seen Shia LaBeouf in a lot recently. Like well, he's I, not I, doing I can't much think, now. I know he's not, but I the last thing I could think I saw Shia LaBeouf in was his uh, live stream thing that he tried to do. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, I do. That's the last thing I think I've seen Shia LaBeouf in. Ever I, since then, I I don't know. I just I I think the only reason here's why I think they they chose Shia LaBeouf is Olivia Wilde or Florence Pugh saw that uh you, that video the. The human cannibal Shia LaBeouf, the YouTube video. <laughs> Actual cannibal. Actual Shia cannibal LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. They saw that video, and at the very end, he was standing up, clapping, looking really nice in his suit. Mm-hmm. And I think they saw that and said, well, "That looks pretty good, actually." He looks. He looks nice. Like, oh my gosh, Shia LaBeouf could look like that. <laughs> That's the only reason. The men they chose to be in this '50s utopian lifestyle are the weirdest actors. Yes. Like they had they chose Shia LaBeouf. Uh, another. Major actor in this movie that is also a part of this is who's married to Olivia Wilde, mind you. Mm-hmm. In the movie, Nick Kroll. He shouldn't be in the movie. Why is Nick Kroll in this? Now, don't I, get me wrong; he does a great job. He does a great job, but he. You think I? I when I say Nick Kroll, you think, oh, he's the comic relief. He's mm-hmm. not. No, he's in not the, in the movie. He's not in the movie. His lines are all serious. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it. I, I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't get past seeing Nick Kroll. Yeah. I've never seen him ever do a serious role. That was just a Nick Kroll. And we're just wait we're just waiting for him to say the funny thing. I just want to know how he got I think what I think Nick Kroll heard about the drama and was like, Yeah, I gotta get in on that. Mm-hmm. And that's the only reason he's here <laughs> is because he just wanted to get these connect he just wanted a couple connections and wanted to just sit there and laugh. That being said, if this film was was set in or if they filmed it over in Palm Springs, that would be another good reason to want to be a part of this movie. It's a few months of getting to spend time out there, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, cool. Sounds great. Put me up in a hotel in Palm Springs. Sure. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It was it was weird. So, but yeah, the whole time we were looking back, we were like, Shia LaBeouf, this doesn't seem weird. The only time it ever felt like Shia LaBeouf would have been a good role was when they got back into the real world scenes mm-hmm. where they show out of the simulation, Harry becomes... American first off all of a sudden drops the accent even though they do prove that they show on the computer he that his his nationality is UK but he dropped the accent during that whole thing yeah so it didn't didn't make any sense didn't make sense why he he dropped the accent that was weird Mm -hmm. uh and he looks kind of slimy which I will say they did a really good job on making him look like a greaseball because I didn't didn't recognize him him. (laughs) I didn't recognize him but that was like the first time in this whole movie we were like, oh, that could be shy. That could be shy. Like a toxic, like a toxic man who wants to just be the provider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see Shia yeah, LaBeouf yeah, doing this that, part. Yeah. Harry Styles, I don't see it. I see Harry Styles as a man who is very fluid with his whole life in mm-hmm. general. Like, yeah. like it. It was hard to. It was hard to see Harry Styles in the movie and not just think, ah, this is Harry Styles, which. This is the man who was on the cover of what was it, like GQ or something yeah. like that in a dress. Like, yeah, it doesn't make sense that he's the toxic man in this movie, which it, it does irk me somewhat that and this goes to the drama as well, that he's he was actively like having like he was actively a part of an affair that Olivia Wilde was having <sighs> with another, him another side drama. on on set. And apparently the two would just disappear on set like. And she ended up getting served divorce papers from Jason D- Sudeikis on set, like at a, at a CinemaCon. Oh, at CinemaCon, at a, you're right. At CinemaCon, promoting this movie. That is just got, oh, that's just so messed oh, up to me. That so bad. Like I, I, I don't know. I think that's that's very slimy. Like when I learned about that, a part of me was like, I don't want to support this movie. Um, and honestly, it was a bad movie, so I shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. Um. The only other piece of drama I think that will wrap this all together and we don't, you know, we don't have to keep going to it, but, uh, towards the, it seems as if there's drama and there's no origin point, but it seems as if Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde were having a lot of beef. I don't think Florence Pugh liked that she was, uh, Olivia Wilde was sleeping with, you know, the main character a lot and sneaking off all that. Um, but on top of that, they couldn't agree on the, um, direction of the and movie. The, the ending and everything. Like, yeah, they, like, they couldn't agree on the ending. They couldn't. De- they couldn't even agree on how they wanted this movie promoted. Yeah. Which, if, if you've seen the trailers, you might think, "Oh, that's just like a like a sex movie." 
<laughs> well, I want to get. I want to. I want to talk about that in a moment. But <laughs> I, I, I. It it really is telling if your main if the leading lady she is the main character of the movie. Yeah, she's the one giving me this mindset. If she's not anywhere during the promoting. She's not doing interviews. She's not posting anything on Instagram. She's not at the festivals. She's nowhere to be seen. And I think that all of the drama, part of it was also them just trying to market this a bit more. But that specific fact that she was not anywhere to be seen in the marketing cycle, that means something. Yeah, and this movie had like, uh, promotional tours, which is not a thing that movies do all the time unless they're big. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't really go on a media tour for, a, you know, a small movie. You, mm-hmm. you do this for big budget. They big, have a lot is. of big names in this movie. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, I mean, the fact that Olivia Wilde is just throwing a stamp of, of you know, director on it, mm-hmm. that alone right there is already like, okay, you have my attention. That's a big name person. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, for those kind of movies, you expect something to go. But, yeah, she's not promoting it at all. Mm-hmm. Which I, I think, truly, I do not think she as an actress, I mean, maybe maybe I'm wrong and she just was like, nah, I just don't like Olivia Wilde, but it doesn't, it doesn't seem, this project doesn't seem like something I would be proud of after the fact, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't really said, seen anybody standing up for this movie, which I think Chris Pine is the only person I've seen interviews of where he's just like. Yeah, I did it. I did it. Like, it's not bad. I will say it. It's <laughs> one of the impressive things to me as an actor is uh, at some point during filming of this, they had to know, they had to realize how bad this was going to turn out. If no one had any direction, if the director and the supporting, uh, the supporting man is are disappearing to make out somewhere, like at some point. People had to figure out, like, this is not going to... The, yeah. re- the end result of this is not going to be good. Uh, mainly Florence Pugh uh, and Chris Pine uh, and a few other actors through this, but those two specifically, they they did the very best, I think, that they could. Yeah, oh yeah. they de- You could definitely tell that they weren't fully into their role, mm-hmm. but they were still giving it what they could. Yeah. Like, they were giving it their all, but not emotionally they were just putting it like you know what i mean They're, like this felt yeah. like a just going through the motions of acting yeah and let's just get this over with it definitely did oh, we could feel that <laughs> yeah it, you could feel it in the movie you could feel the energy just shifting a lot um it's funny chris pine it, even now he's like the only person that's doing interviews and promoting this mm-hmm. but that kind of makes sense because he also doesn't really like i think he just got like a i think there's like a whole thing where he just got a smartphone like months ago so he's stayed out of all the dramas. Wow. <laughs> so I like to think that Chris Pine has just claimed ignorance to it and was just like, I don't know, man. I just showed up for a check. <laughs> to be fair, most of Chris Pine's uh, like work in the movie is just voiceover oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh. He probably was there for like two days on the set. He probably doesn't know any of this stuff that was happening. Yeah. Or when he showed up, they pro- he's, he's probably the biggest name on this movie. And... So when he he showed up, they probably were like, "All right, everyone on best behavior. Let's not waste his time." Like, yeah, let's not waste Chris Pine's time here. Come on. Yeah, uh, I want. I I think there's a lot of people who are gonna see this movie just for Harry Styles, and I want to talk about what I what we think of of him in this. Mm-hmm. This is really, um, other than his, I didn't even see Eternals, but I know he was in that Marvel movie last year. Eternals. I heard. I think he only has a small. role. He has like a small role, and so then, I'm pretty sure this is the biggest uh, acting uh, role that he's had. There's that one movie he did. That was it. Dunkirk. I was telling you about. Oh, it you're right. He did Dunkirk. You're right. Is that is that right? Is that Dunkirk? I'm pretty sure it's Dunkirk. Uh, so he had that one. Yeah. That's so in Dunkirk. That is apparently that's the reason why they casted him. Why she wrote this in mind. Olivia Wilde says that when she saw Harry Styles in Dunkirk, she knew that he was the one for this role. Is what is what the claims are. That's that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I've seen Dunkirk. Uh, that's a that's a that's a war movie. Which Dunkirk? Wait, that's a whole different subject. That's a it's a good movie. But uh, seeing him in that and going, 
Oh yeah, he's my main guy for "Don't Worry, Darling." Yeah, it's I the don't get same it. genre. It's the same story, and his role as a member of the military. Yeah, he's perfect for this. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, um, no, it, it, so that that is weird. But this is like his his second main, I think, role. Yeah. So, and I think this one he has like it's. He's on screen much more in this one, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember Dunkirk that much, uh, but I don't think he was like a leading person in it, right? Uh, isn't Dunkirk the one that has no leading roles? You're right. There's no one leading <laughs> there's in There's technically that. no main characters, so I think that's... Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> it's. I would be shocked if that... If, uh, if Olivia Wilde seeing Dunkirk led her to believe that he was perfect for this role because it seems like the only reason they needed him for this was that they needed some kind of heartthrob to yeah. be a himbo uh because pretty much like 80 percent of his time on screen is him trying to kiss florence Pugh uh or uh sleep with her right yeah there's really only one scene with like lines and acting and then there's another there's another scene where he uh, gets promoted, but then for some reason is looking really angry about it. Which looking back, he shouldn't have been angry about it. Yeah, and then he just that. starts dancing, and but the dancing is more like he's jumping and spinning constantly. And that was the most bizarre scene I think I've seen in the movie in a long time. Uh, <laughs> that might have been the best scene for me, honestly. Because Chris was, Pine's going, spin again! Yeah, keep spinning! Do the spin, boy! Yep, one more time! And Harry just looks mad. Wow, that was cool. Do it again! <laughs> Even though Harry has stated mere moments before that he loves what he's doing and he cares so much about this. Uh, and knowing the bigger picture now, I just still don't think he should have been, uh, uh, mad <laughs> in that scene. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why he was so upset. I've been trying to think about that and trying to like put any explanation to it. I'm not nothing's clicking. No, no. And also what was the point of the promotion in general? Cause he doesn't work for them. He states that towards the end of the movie that he has to get out the simulation to go work. Oh my gosh! Don't even talk to me about the logic <laughs> of the of. So you, that's what I'm saying. Oh the logic gosh. doesn't make sense on why they're even promote. Like, why is he like? I thought you were the one. Let's promote you. Oh, so oh my god! Like what? Like this doesn't make sense. The logic of this makes me so makes me so irritated because the whole thing of like these husbands trapping their their wives into the simulation it seems like is that the majority of these people like are having rough lives and the husbands think they're doing something noble because they don't want like their wife to have an unhappy life uh i think they think that their wife being unhappy is that well i think they just think their wives are disappointed in them right yeah, like they think their wives are just point of reality. The wives don't really. They're just like, oh, we're just this is this real life. This is how the world works. Yeah, people forget that uh, like marriage is about loving each other through uh, through thick and thin. Uh, so I don't understand. How, okay, here's the thing. No, no, here's, no. Marriage is when you come home, you throw all the food off the <laughs> table, and you just you you do you do married things. Okay, that's what marriage is, David. Oh my gosh, Harry Styles truly. It felt. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the weirdest. Harry Styles weird. was truly just cast so that he could be a sexual icon in the movie. I don't know how you see Dunkirk and go, yes, he's that's the person for my movie. He totally got this role just because he's sleeping with the director. Uh that's there's no doubt in my mind about that. Props to him for wanting to get into acting. He's got some work to do because I don't know why he's mad <laughs> in that one yeah. scene too. The context does not make sense. Um, but with the logic of like putting the women in the simulation mm -hmm. so that they can have a more perfect life uh, and there's struggling at, at, in the real world about providing, what doesn't make sense is that Harry Styles' character in the real world still doesn't have a job. Florence Pugh's character was making was bringing home all the money. She was working thirty hour shifts at the hospital. She was like a surgeon or something, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, she was that's making big bank. money, and it makes sense that she's working 
a ton of hours. When she said she was taking extra shifts, I assume that's that means like waitress. Like yeah, yeah. Well, when you're they, yeah. not making that much money, surgeon, you're fine. <laughs> you're totally fine. You're living in like an apartment too. Yeah. This is not a house. This is an apartment. Mm-hmm. I, I I understand that they were probably like in like New York or somewhere East Coast. It looked like yeah, where it cost four thousand dollars for a one bedroom apartment. Yeah, that is still cheaper. Than probably <laughs> a house. Probably a house out there. Yes, but the now she the money she was bringing in is not. Is not there anymore. Harry Styles doesn't have a job. They have to pay rent and utilities at the apartment to keep it thriving, which did look like New York. So let's just say that's like two grand. Uh, A lot of electricity to keep you in a simulation 24-7. Right. So even more than my estimate. And then to top it off, they did acknowledge that that being in the simulation costs money. So now that's an extra bill (laughs) that they have. What is the logic? Yeah, so if you make enough money to support all of that, bro, keep her working. Like, <laughs> like, like, as a married man, if my wife makes more than me, that is cool. That's I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about the standard of man or woman. I just want my I just want my wife to be happy with what she does. As for me as well. Yeah. So like, if she if my wife was a surgeon. <laughs> and <laughs> and you want to be a surgeon and do that? Then by all means, dude. Any job I have, I could do whatever I want. That's how I see it. <laughs> if my wife is a surgeon, I see it as I have free reign to literally do any passion I have as a deadbeat because mm-hmm. my wife literally makes enough money for us. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, as a deadbeat. Oh my gosh, Ricky. Like I could do whatever I want at that point. <laughs> I think it, I think it came down to just seeing how. Like exhausted she was A part of me though I just had this thought The one main scene that they show That shows the motive Behind uh, Harry's character Making this decision And trapping her in the simulation He found uh, Is that she came home from a 30 hour shift And then is He is surprised And a little upset when She does not want to have sex with him Because she's tired yeah. Um, like truly, like I I don't know if that true if that's the main motive. I I, I say that because I don't know if like his thought process actually is I want to see you happy and working less, or I want to see you working less so that you will be able to sleep with me. Yeah. Like yeah, because he's like, oh, you're happy here, and she's like, I loved working. Like yeah, the thir- yeah the thirty hour shift sucks, but like. I liked it. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm doing good. Yeah. And that being said, pretty much every time Harry Styles shows up in the simulation, he's they basically start kissing and uh, all that stuff immediately. I want to know. He he must have like drugged her right to get her hooked up to all this. Yeah, absolutely. And like <laughs> it's so the the concept behind this is so messed up. Oh yeah, because he yeah he definitely had to like drug her. Mm-hmm. And tie her. Well, he ties her down. We see that. Mm-hmm. Um, which super messed up. I, it it's all messed up, man. Because even like, even when she gets out of the simulation, she is still tied down. And they do say, like Olivia Wilde, she's like, I know this is all a simulation. Uh, yeah. So she knew she's not trapped in this. By the way, she's the only one. Olivia Wilde is the only one that's not trapped. And the only reason she's okay with being in the simulation is she hints that her hit her kids. Passed away in real life, so this is the only way she can have kids. Basically, the last ten minutes of this film, they just started throwing stuff. They they tell you everything and then they don't. Yeah, like here's all the information that we had that we could have spread out two hours ago. Yeah, uh, but you can have it here. Well, Olivia Wilde drops that that bomb of um, I yeah I knew this was a simulation. My kids my. Kids died in real life, but my kids here are real to me. So, no, I'm not leaving. I love it here. So, she's not really trapped. She's having a great time. Uh, You learn after Florence, spoiler alert, uh, in case you didn't know, uh, after she kills Harry uh, in the simulation, oh, apparently he dies in real life. Wait, which they address that later. She's like, oh, you kill him here. He dies for real. Yeah. So, now she's... Now, she realizes that. Suddenly... Everyone behind the scenes shows up and this is like, now we have to try and kill you in where real they, life. Where did they all come from that they can't just do that anywhere else? Bro, 
I did, they're all hiding in the hedges. It looked yeah. like it looked like it was so stupid. And then she says like uh, Olivia Wilde is like you got to run cuz they're coming to come kill your real body. But even if she gets out of the simulation, she's, she's still tied, tied down. down. The game is over. We don't know why they care enough to kill her at all. They don't explain <sighs> why this is so secretive at all. Uh suddenly we see a scene of Chris Pine and his wife Gemma Chan uh, in the movie, uh, Gemma Chan, uh, who has one one big line through this movie. She has a few lines, but one major line suddenly stabs Chris Pine and is like, it's my turn to take over. And that's it. But we got the vibe of the whole movie that she knows what's going on, that she's she, in on this. She knew. The yeah, whole like we, time. we get the vibe the entire movie that she is totally in on this. Which, she's just way, she's just fully supportive of her husband in this way, right? It, or like they built this together or whatever. Like there's yeah. some politics behind this. Because she hints at this. Those it's two. my turn now, which yeah. means like like you stupid man, it's my turn now. But they drop that for no reason. Which, by the way, Gemma Chan I think has the coolest line in the whole movie. She has like a whole monologue of her going off, and it's her like it's basically her one main moment in the supporting film. her husband. Yeah. It's so cool, uh, but for, it doesn't it doesn't give any details that lead up to it doesn't give any hint or foreshadowing nothing that indicates like she doesn't care about her husband, but suddenly decides to kill him, and I, yeah the last ten mo- ten minutes they just drop all of this info out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and you're what like a, none of it applied to any of this movie at all. What a terrible simulation. Like, yeah. For a simulation, too, here's the other thing. For a simulation that is meant to totally control uh, these women that are in it and make them fully believe that they're in it, mm-hmm. and you can control everything in there, why are we letting them run around? Why is there, B, why is there an option to go touch the building and you're out of it all of a sudden? Yeah. Which, they, which again, you would think, oh, well, you know, that was for the men, so the men can get out. No. There was a scene where the men, they're all driving, and they're like, oh, exiting portal in 10, 9, Yeah, they're not going to get to the head. They don't have to go touch that thing. They just come out. So, like, why is that fail-safe? Like, I I get that that's maybe a Mm fail-safe. Why is it so obvious, ominous, on top of a mountain in the the middle of nowhere that they're saying is just so treacherous to get to? Clearly not. Clearly not. She walked over there in, like, high heels. what What happened to the kid? Uh, Margaret's kid. Margaret's kid. She went out into the oh. desert with her son. Interesting. I think they just took it away. I think like they legit just, just erased it. it. Away. They, uh, if you could bro, do that, like just it, they have the power to do that. They can clearly mess with the simulation somehow. There was a plane that crashed randomly, which and doesn't they don't explain. explain. No, the plane makes no sense. They're no hinting at they're building weapons in the simulation. That's never talked about. There's earthquakes happening. That's never talked about. Like we had the theory that maybe the earthquakes was the the, the simulation rebooting, but they're at very inconsistent times. Now, is that a real thing? Is that is that a thing that uh? That you think would happen? Reboots happening at random times? If they if they had like some maintenance that they were doing every day at different times, then sure. For five seconds. <laughs> Does it make yeah. any sense though? Like, even if that is the case, they don't talk about it. We don't ever see Chris Pine's character who's running the whole thing. We don't see him in the real world at all. We don't know anything about what... The goal of this even is we don't even know why he's mad that someone's figuring things out. Yeah, like it doesn't matter that they figured it out. They're buying into the simulation, right? They're paying you to be here. Does it matter if they figure it out? Just, if they, if all of them knew, then won't they? Like, I, I don't understand why you have to trap all these people in it. Why not just be like, hey, what if, like, hey, here's an option for like something for us to do. Like in this world, like things are perfect and we could go into it and that could be like another world that we live in. You want to try that? Yeah. Like, cool. 
why not? Like, yeah, I don't have to be in my my garbage apartment now. Well, and the whole theory too, because there's a scene where they cut back with Harry listening to like uh, Chris Pine explain this, and he's like, "Yeah, get back to your dominant manhood, like you know that whole thing." Mm -hmm. Okay, so if this is the mindset that we're going into this simulation so that we could be the dominant man and do you know the the God our God given rights of we work and woman cook for me and all this <laughs> and that, like if that's the whole theory. You have set up the worst fail systems of all time. Oh, yeah. Like, why can't the men just leave when they want? Mm-hmm. Like, why can't Harry Styles just back out of the simulation when he yeah. chooses to? Why does it have to be when the computer chooses to? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why can't they just have a fail save? Mm-hmm. Uh, option B, oh, wait, like, how does, how does she even get the thoughts? How, how is she having dreams in the simulation of her real life? I, I feel like it, it was trying to it was trying to elaborate or or hint at like it's an the simulation itself is is imperfect. Yeah. And so I guess that makes sense with the clipbacks of her looking at those people dancing because that's what she's seeing in real life. Yeah. And like when she but, thinks of like moments where he's like kissing her or whatever, that's him doing it in real life. Yeah. But I, I don't, this, this seems like a really bad set up for simulation it it's so this entire like plot line the entire concept of this movie was so flawed and like you have to give us more detail at some point you the writing it out where you just drop every single bit of information you can in the last few minutes is probably the worst way to yeah. go about doing this like, actually give us something because that's some, like probably an hour in. I was already like, I'm I'm getting more frustrated than anything else because they're not telling me anything. Yeah, do I even care now? Not really. I'm getting I'm getting irritated. Yeah, it it. You know what they should have done is they should have just sat down and watched like the Truman Show, <laughs> and just been like, okay, look at this movie. <laughs> See how well it's done for this mm -hmm. idea. Mm -hmm. Now, I know you want to make a modern-day version of that with simulations rather than it being real life, mm -hmm. but how's that going to work? Like, how are you going to explain the simulation? And then they were probably like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All right, then run with it. Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> like, we'll see what happens. Warner Bros. just was like, yeah, sure, sign off. Go ahead. Here's yeah, the budget. I, I feel like they probably, who the team that actually tried putting this all together, putting the script together, they had seen... Uh, I think it was in 2020 when this happened where they saw the metaverse announcement and they were mm -hmm. like, Oh, I guess we're all, that's where we're heading now. So let's do a movie that's kind of about a world, like a real world that's kind of metaverse. And that like, it's an interesting concept, but like only the women they're trapped in it and the men are not. And it's the men run it's it. It's the men. Yeah. It's the men verse. You know, it's the metaverse. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm thinking that maybe what really happened for this movie was uh, they filmed the movie. They thought they were making something cool, pieced it together. Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh started seeing like, like during the the piecing of the movie together, they probably started realizing like, oh, this doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And then they probably showed the movie to all the cast, and then they were like, I don't get it. And then they, like Olivia Wilde was like, I know. <laughs> what do we do? And then Florence Pugh's like, all right, I got an idea. Let's just create some drama. I won't promote this. Uh -huh. And then Olivia Wilde's like, great. It's perfect. I love it. Harry, you and me, we've been a thing since day one. Harry's let's like, let I'm everyone just here. Mm -hmm. Yep. So let's go ahead and create the drama to get people to come see this movie because it is a train wreck. Mm -hmm. I, if, if anything besides that happened, uh, it's this is bad. This was so bad, man. I I actually wanted, I wanted to leave this movie. That... <sighs> I don't know what else to say, man. It was, it was so bad. I applaud the few actors that still worked as hard as they could, in yeah. even though they probably got the scripts too and were like, "This is bad." Florence they Pugh went, did great. Florence Pugh did great. I think I really enjoyed Chris Pine's performance. Yeah. Uh, anytime he was on the screen, other than the weird dancing scene where he's like, "Yeah, look at them keep spinning." Doesn't that like make a... you excited? Keep spinning. Boy. Yeah, keep spinning. Yeah, keep I got, spinning. I got like just Homelander vibes out of him. <laughs> I did see Homelander vibes. Yeah, yeah that's from, from oh, the boys. I, I got those kind of vibes with him. Like he seemed insane. Which oh, he was. I would have loved to to see more of that. I would have loved to see more like 
any kind of like background oh, with the yes. guys. Yes. I want real world. I wish they would have ended. I wish they would have come out of the simulation like 40 minutes earlier mm-hmm. and given us some real world uh, context context of what's going on. Like maybe if they were to cut to like Chris Pine in real life and him like talking to his group of programmers and being like, why was that plane in there mm-hmm. or something like that? That yeah. would have made more sense to me. Or maybe it's it's uh, any you know maybe he's having arguments in his real world, and that's what's causing these rumbles or something. You know, like yeah. something like that would have been really cool. Yeah, I don't think that that's cheesy to come out of it and do no. that. I don't think you're breaking any barriers. I think if anything, you're making this movie make more sense. Yeah, I think they were just, you you know how, like with horror movies, we don't watch horror movies that much, but we will, we will. Um, but. What I've heard with like horror movies is that you want to steer away from actually revealing like the monster necessarily because when you see it, it become it can become less scary over time, right? Yeah. And so I feel like as as part of writing a suspenseful movie, they were kind of they were worried about well if we drop the info too soon that it's a simulation, then like doesn't that drop the suspense the suspense of it? But if they did that, like, if they dropped that much earlier, we could at least understand what was going on, and then they could have, like, we could have learned as the audience that if you die in the simulation, you die in real life, and then yeah. present situations where, like, they're getting close to dying. Florence Pugh is about to kill Jack and maybe, or Harry Styles' character, and maybe in that situation, she believes that she doesn't know that. Uh, he's gonna die in real life. Maybe she thinks she's trying to liberate him or something. Like, yeah, she didn't really th- seem to care much. No, like this man that she loved. Obviously, she now realizes, oh, you're psycho. You're actually a psychopath. I need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the only thing I liked about that ending was when she was about to go out of the simulation and then stopped for a second and was like, "But I have the perfect world here with Jack. Like, I actually did like some of the world I had here with Jack." Mm-hmm. But it's time for me to go. That was the only thing in that whole ending where that was like, yeah, that makes sense that that would be a thing that you'd think of. Yeah. Because for a while, this was a perfect world. Mm-hmm. Until she started cracking the code, you know, of the Matrix. Yeah, the Matrix with she, the robots and everything. Yeah, yeah, before she started cracking the code, she genuinely was having the time of her life. She loved it here. This basically was the Matrix, now that I'm thinking about it. It was the, the Matrix. The people in the red suits were just all of the... Uh, agents. The agents. Yeah. That's what they were. But these ones looked like Oompa Loompa. <laughs> <laughs> Who have crazy verticality. It was impressive. Yeah. They just ran up a hill. They were they were scaling that mountain with ease. That was crazy. Oh, and that was the other thing you brought up too. Gun. If you need to kill them in this, <laughs> get gun. Like, like Chris Pine, he makes a whole point out of it. It was like I'm so smart and witty. I've been waiting for somebody to challenge my software program. I've mm-hmm. been I've been waiting for you to challenge me on my coding. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, we we figured it out. You don't know how to code a gun. Yeah, you look, if you're trying to control these people and if someone gets out of line, you just kill them in real life. But if they die in the game, they die in real life, then where's just get gun, shoot them. Just get a gun. Get and gun. Shoot them. Yeah. Like that would work perfect. I I think that some of the people, some of the men who were running this were genuinely stupid uh, because the oh, yeah. only reason that Florence Pugh's character finally figured out like everything was because Harry Styles was starting to sing a song that the only relation she had of it was in the in real life. Remember at the very end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was singing it in the simulation and both of us were like, stop singing. But that's because he was singing it in real life at that same moment. And mm-hmm. so, like, he was out of simulation doing that, which is also another weird topic of they cut back to, like, him in real life singing that. But he's in the simulation but at the same time. he's in the simulation. Time. So, like, I think they were trying to say that that was a throwback. Didn't do a very good job of that. No. I off. mean, the whole movie was a very bad job of making a movie, to be well, fair. that's true. Um, to, be <laughs> fair. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. But... That, just to add on, I, I think every everyone who was actually running this uh, was stupid. Yeah, no, nobody no, had an idea of simulation. No gun. Theory. We accidentally put a plane crashing in the simulation. Whoopsie. Oops. Um, 
Also, yeah, there is a person that is kind of freaking out, and we're not doing any. Let's we're not doing anything about them. They did commit suicide, and that's gonna. Some people who see that are definitely gonna kind of freak out. So let's just grab them and why pretend would, it yeah. didn't happen. Why would we not just shut them? That's the other thing. If she's freaking out like that, shut their server down. Just shut them down. Shut it down. Kick them out. Kick them out. They're gone. Hey, we we fired them and they left. Yeah. Easy solution. Done. Or we're in a freaking simulation. Just fake them. Mm-hmm. Just make a simulated version of them. You've already done you've done it. It's not like and then you might think to yourself, oh well, they wouldn't be sentient or whatever. What if people catch on? They made freaking children. They made there children. Are children. And they said they weren't they real, are but they fully were aging. Simulated AI. You can just do that. You start questioning the, the simulation. Oh, cool. Hey, hey, go ahead and shut down their server. Uh, yeah, they're out of this for now. Until we can trust them again, we're going to just go ahead and boot them out. Yeah, kick okay, them out. Okay, cool. Thank you, Chris Pine. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> shut down. All right, now go ahead and make a simulation of them so nobody else can question it. Okay, cool. Thanks, Chris Pine. Yeah, you're welcome. I just fixed it. I just fixed all your problems. You know what I'm realizing is that they, I don't think the developers of the software ever beta tested their program. Oh. So they never, there were all oh. these different kinks in the, in the machine and they were yeah. trying to figure them out. But you don't do that with the, the real people yet. No you do testing. it with, uh, you do it with your own people who you can trust. And then we figure it out. And then there's no issues. There's yeah. no woman starting to figure out that she's brainwashed and this is a simulation. If that's the goal, then don't put them in until you're, then you're done. Yeah. Just, just give me, yeah. You don't just have a few people that you trust in there to kind of manage things. Make it whatever world you want and test it and turn it into like your own dream world for a bit. Get the boys together and make a, (laughs) make a big old man cave and play games for forever. You know? Yeah. Like, (laughs) yeah. Just test it. It was, it was very reminiscent of like a WandaVision. Yes, that's another one where it was kind of similar to this. Mm-hmm. They at least did it. I mean, it, it's that's not simulation kind of. That's more brainwashing, somewhat yeah. real life, somewhat magic. Similar concepts though. Uh, but the people who are managing this from the outside, they're sending people they trust in there. Mm-hmm. Why are we not doing that here? Like why? Like that? That is a good idea. If I created a simulated world, I need people in there I can trust. But then again, I mean, if we if we focused on the like the logic of the behind the scenes stuff with with the story i mean the way they wrote this story doesn't make sense to begin with so i'm sure there's there's so many flaws we can find yeah because truly i think this movie suffered significantly from the team had some cool ideas in mind and then said let's just start putting stuff together and then they were on set with like a half written script and we're like okay what are we so what What's the what do we do? I, I yeah I think they they put this together and said like yeah Chris Pine's character is just like a, a toxic guy who you know thinks uh these poor this poorly of how the world should work and mm-hmm. we should go back to 1950s where men I am man I I run this and stuff uh-huh. like that yeah and I don't think they've ever met anybody like that no because I've met people like that uh and I can tell you now if I if I bet you if I were to give them this idea they would come up with a hundred different ways on how to make this work for them and never let the women figure this out. <laughs> like, oh my God. you know what I mean? Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the other thing is like, it, he's such a smart guy to come up with the whole simulation like this. And yet he has no clue how to maintain it. Yeah. He just created this open world, beautiful world and has no clue how to, like, I, I just, I don't know. I just, the, I, I also, a lot just, of things just don't piece together. Well, I also don't see why, like, if the whole point or the whole situation with this, because I really don't think it was, it was not written much like it was meant to be like, we need a, a male dominated society. Like well, the only explanation for why this was happening was that these men in real life wanted to provide better lives for their wives. And I'm not saying this was the right option, but no, that was their logic for this. Why then is is that not possible for the other way around too of a wife wanting to provide and putting their husband into the simulation too. Yeah. So I really don't, the, the logic of um, like only the men know what's going on. It like, 
it seemed so bizarre to me. I don't feel like if their goal was, if they were trying to communicate more with that, it did not come through. It didn't make any sense. Dude, I just thought of a whole new idea. Bro. If they could create artificial AI to be like actual beings that attend school Mm -hmm. and have lives. Why was there nobody in here who has a fake wife? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like put like four guys in there you trust and just give them fake wives. Yeah. You, you're cap. You're fully capable of doing this. That's yeah. <laughs> that was the only part of this movie where I thought to myself, Oh, I could see that being the only positive benefit of this fake world is, you know, you get your, your children who aren't, you know, in real life to be in this simulated world. Yeah. Like that was the only hint ever in this movie where I thought, yeah, that sounds like something an insane person would consider. I I think it's a shame that that line would seemed like so brushed over. Yeah, like it was so quick because that uh, that line alone w- was was actually really powerful of why someone would want to stay in this world. Yes, uh, and it's the same like like we have a dilemma in real life of we're moving towards these artificial or virtual realities and stuff like that. It's very painful. The things that happen in the real world. And if we could have a simulated one where the painful things didn't happen, like that line in particular was so powerful and it was so rushed over. Yeah. Cause how do you cover that up in real life? This person was like Olivia or uh, Florence Pugh's character was a, a surgeon. Yeah. A very like well-known surgeon in this hospital to be working 30 hours, I'd imagine. Yeah. Has nobody questioned what happened to her? I guess. Do we not know what happened to her? I guess Harry Styles did a really good job of covering his tracks and anyone who contacted just, he was able to nip it in the bud. Everybody just thinks she's fallen off. Like she's dead at this point. Yeah. Nobody's, nobody's worried about that. Not one bit. The only, like like literally like the Olivia Wilde line changed that whole movie because that is the only thing that makes sense to be even in this simulation world and nobody questions it. Ever. Which for context for the listener, the line was basically her clarif- Olivia Wilde clarifying that she knew her kids weren't real, but in real life I'm it sounded like she had miscarriages. Yeah, she uh, she knows the simulation's not real. Mm-hmm. Or she she sorry, she knows yeah, she knows this is all a simulation. She knows what she's in. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't care because she'd rather be here with her children than be out of this and not have him. Yeah, at least in this world, she gets to still have her kids. And that was such, I do think that was one of the the most powerful lines of the film. Because there should have been more about like the real thought behind wanting to stay in this. Because yeah. if, the, if there are people that know that this is a simulation, justify it. Why do they know and they're not saying anything is wrong with that uh and that line was both of us were like wow like in the theater i think we both said something audibly when we heard the line yeah and then it was just rushed over and what do these people do for what does harry styles do for work to be mentally sane enough to make enough money to stay in this world for a majority of his day to be able to come out of it and just be totally normal in the real world like what you know what i mean like (laughs) yeah my wife is is Locked up She's chained to my bed In my apartment Now I have to get back to work Yep To make sure I can keep her that way What? And I make enough Whatever job you have Because you could think like Okay maybe he just keeps it under the rug Working like fast food This man makes enough money To support this life Apartment Utilities Electricity If there's a service fee To get into this world And to use the simulation Like Yeah so whatever the Whatever all that costs uh, my man's is not working a fast food job. He is working a six figures at least kind of job. Yeah, to support all that. He's making a lot. I let's. Uh, I'm done. Yeah, I'm I, done. I didn't think I could do an hour, but yeah, no, I'm. I'm no, fired I up. told you we were gonna have enough to talk yeah, about with is, this. This movie was bad. It's a bad movie. I. It's such a shame. I'm really disappointed with this one because I, I actually was looking forward to it originally, and so it really sucks that. The result of it is this. Yeah. Let's let's wheel the banana meter in. I'm so I'm so done with this. Not now. No now. What are you talking about now? Guys, keep the enthusiasm down. This is a stinker. Yeah, that's a bad one. Don't even turn on the banana meter. Don't even. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I want I want to hear your your rating of this movie, Ricky. 
right, look. On the banana meter. A lot of bad. The only things I liked in this movie. Uh, We didn't even talk about the very small list of things we liked. Mm -hmm. I like, I told you, like halfway through, I said, at least the aesthetic's cool. Yeah, I liked the aesthetics. I liked the 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 like the 1950s vibe. They did really well with the utopia or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the ominous stuff, like I love, dude. One of the, my favorite shots was when they, when they go to Chris Pine's garage and he has the whole neighborhood in his garage on oh. like a two D or three D scale. Yeah, I thought that was so cool. Yeah, those were like those kind of things that they had capitalized on those areas more. I would have thought this movie was great, but they they did not. Mm-hmm. They failed completely. On a really okay idea that could have been cool. Yeah, it could have maybe, been. Maybe Christopher Nolan's hands. This movie would have been awesome. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, props to props for them to for making it. I, I look. But, always shoot your shot. Keep going, even if you think it's a stinker idea. Maybe you know you could turn it most stinkers into a decent movie. I hope the people who were higher up who really put this together learned a lot from yeah. doing this movie. That's my biggest hope for them. Uh, with that being said, this was bad. Yeah, I'm going to give it like... Pfft. Oh, I can't wait it's, to hear it's, this. It's low. I think I'm going to give it like a 15%. Wow. And that's probably higher than you, you're going to give it. No, I already had my number in mind. Uh, I, I'm going to give it like a 15 Mm-hmm. Is it worse than DC League of Super Pets? The answer is yes. I yes. give this a 10 a 10, yeah. I I've been told this before that I am I don't know what it is. I like to try and see the best in the, in movies and TV. And so it used to be that I struggled to be a solid person to recommend stuff because I like everything. It is very rare for me to watch a movie and want to leave during it. I've done that with I think that's only been done in my life with my family one time that I've walked out of a movie. Uh, I, at a certain point about an hour into this movie, I was like, I'm, I'm really over this. Ooh, uh, I want to know what it is. Oh, you want to know? Oh dude. Yeah. It's such a, <laughs> I gotta know. This is more You'll never guess it. You'll never guess. Really? It, it was, was like a decent movie. Everyone else thought it was me and my family were like, we're done. Oh, what is it? What is it? Uh, it, it was, uh, the only movie I ever walked out of was Marley and me. Wow. Yeah, because. <laughs> my, wow. I was, I was like, 12 and I was with my family and at a certain point like there's been some movies before where my family like we had a small like we had a family meeting in the theater of like do we want to stay or not and that happened with this one and all of us agreed hey if they have another kid we should we're gonna leave and then they have another kid and we go cool we're done yeah we're done here (laughs) we left like Marley that's the Owen Wilson one right um is that I I I think so. I it was Owen Wilson and Jennifer Aniston. I yeah. think, uh, and they wow the dog may as well not have existed. But yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't remember that movie really well. So I mean, you know, no, we left. We me. left, and I I cherish that moment greatly, and I'll never watch that movie again. <laughs> uh, I'll never watch. Don't worry, darling. Again, uh, one is more than enough to watch it. Um, my rating for yeah. this, if I didn't say already, uh, no, you did. I did. It's, 10%. Oh, yeah. You said 10. 10. You yeah. said 10. This is worse than the DC League of Super Pets, yeah. which we had nothing good to say about. No one should see this movie other than for what you said of I think to see will, how bad it is. I think you should see it only for the sense of just like laughing and being like, wow, this is bad. So awful. Like, you're not going to, like, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to regret seeing it. Mm-hmm. But if you want to join in on the like, yeah, that was bad. Like, if you want to join in on like the bashing of this, yeah, let's all bash it. it together. Yeah, let's go bash it together. Because I think if you're gonna start bashing on it, you should at least see it. Mm-hmm. You can't bash. I, I I will feel that. I do feel that way. You can't bash a movie if you haven't seen it. Yeah, as most things in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I feel that way about a lot. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but you, yeah, you shouldn't bash it if you haven't seen it. That being said, you should go see it so you can join in on the bash. It's <laughs> bad. It's bad. It's really bad. Oh my god. Or if you don't, or if you just don't want to put yourself through that. Just don't care about it in the slightest. The only reason it got a fifteen percent from me was because I thought that at least there was some decent acting. Uh, Florence Pugh had a decent, you know, she had good, she had good scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have liked to have just seen the idea be played. Like, 
I would have liked to the see any. I I would have liked to see any uh real thought or logic put into this plot, like. It would have been, and this this idea has been done before, but like usually it's it's real life because explaining it as a simulation is hard. Well, you gotta actually at some point you gotta actually explain it, not at the very end. You gotta not like yeah, right can, at the end. Yeah, you can't just throw simulation at the end and then not do the big brain twist on how that actually functions and works mm-hmm. because now you've just thrown in a crazy concept. Yeah, I need explanation. We needed explanation. The writing was horrible. I thought there were only a handful of good uh, scenes, truly. Uh, and I was my biggest applause for some of the actors, mainly uh, Florence Pugh and Chris Pine, is the fact that it looked like they knew this was bad and they still were like, well, I'm signed on to the movie. I'm going to give it 100%. Yep. And that's all I got to do. Yeah. And that that is a real situation that happens. And I applaud them for getting through it. This was a horrible movie. Yeah. So 12. Worse than DC League of Super Pets, I don't which like, I didn't think that would happen so soon. Yeah, that that movie was... Honestly, if I had to choose, I would go, I'd watch DC League of Super Pets again. I'd go watch that again, yeah. Uh, I'm going to change my rating to 14 because I don't like the 12.5 banana rating. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I just want it to be a solid 12. 12. That this feels 12. perfect. The 0.5 feels too high. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Personally, like I think... I wish we didn't average because I want it to be 10. It's I hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be 10. Yeah. Yeah, that was a stinker of a movie. Uh, get the banana meat out of here. I don't want to look at it. Really praying it. that sometime soon good movies start coming out again. Oh, they will. Oh, they will. They will. Thank you guys so much for listening to our scathing review <laughs> of uh, Don't Worry Darling. Again, this is Straight Dude Date Night. Uh... Thanks for thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy. Uh, if you do enjoy, be sure to review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Dude Dates. Uh, if you have some different ideas about this movie and want to yell at us that we're wrong, uh, you can send all of those, uh, all that hate mail directly to that Twitter account, and only Ricky will see it. Yep, at Dude Dates. Send it my way. Um, you can go ahead and leave all your comments on why this movie was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll block uh, you. Yes, you will get blocked. <laughs> uh, I, I do enjoy a good open-ended conversation and, you know, seeing both sides. But this movie, I no, just really can't see the other side. Yeah, there's there's a correct answer. The only person who I'd be willing to listen to and sit down with is Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde, if you're listening, uh, props to you for making it. Would love to hear what this movie was meant to be. <laughs> I can't imagine how hard it would be to make the movie going through her circumstances of what she's going like, you know, mid divorce and yeah. like losing custody of she your kids. She does have a lot going on. She does have a lot going on, so I can't imagine making a stinker mm-hmm. in the middle of all that. Yeah. Was easy. Uh so you know, we, we, we want to hear your side of the story. We have we have an extra seat for you, extra mic. Wanna come by or we could, you know, Skype it up. Mm-hmm. And with that, Ricky. I, oh, what do I, what can I say? <laughs> you know, all the ghosts in the theater, I think they all left uh, early in this mm-hmm. film too. But it is fun just to be able to sit through truly the worst movie I think I've ever seen, at least in a long time, uh, and still be laughing because you and I are just uh yelling at this movie together mm-hmm. that was my favorite part today was you and i just hanging out and uh making comments at the movie uh because all the ghosts left yep because we had the whole theater to ourselves. it was mm-hmm. amazing <laughs> so thank you for doing that with me ricky oh, anytime but only once a week once a week that's <laughs> anything more too much too much it would get weird <laughs> it would get weird you know it's already weird enough when like yeah. our hands touch and like the popcorn tub and all that yep so if that happened twice a week we'd have too to much. really discuss too much. it <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening we hope you enjoyed and have a great week bye-bye wake up wake up <laughs>